if you talk to your fans, there are a lot of fans, even today you go on social media, people are still asking those questions. They are like, they want to know, to hear from you, what really happened on that day of the debate. Why you stopped from asking any questions, uh, especially to President Yorim Seveni, what happened? First of all, uh, Paul, uh, I think that uh, my fans or those in the audience that um, like me very much or like the manner in which uh, um, I conduct my business, I think, frankly, that uh, they had uh, a very misguided uh, and perhaps uh, uh, they had uh, simply um, unnecessary expectations, frankly, out of Shakasari. It seems to me, from what I have heard, that they expected the presidential debate, which was organized by an entirely different group from the Voice of America, was an extension, perhaps, of a special edition of Straight Talk Africa. If it was a special edition of Straight Talk Africa, I can assure you, and I can assure them, through you, that I would definitely have done my thing the way I often do it. But here I was on a different terrain. I was an invited guest. I therefore had to follow the rules, the regulations of the group that invited me to be part of a team. So at the end of the day, I had to be a team player, if you will. Was I prevented from asking questions to Ugandan President Yoweri Museveni? The answer is absolutely yes. As a matter of fact, that happened to be one of the conditions the president put to the organizers, and I was told the last day, on Saturday, February 13th, when we were supposed to be actually holding the debate, I was told at 1.30 <coughs> p.m. by Judge or Justice James Ogola. He came to us. We were in a process of what they call framing questions. You know what flaming questions are? In that debate, you don't ask questions as you see them. I am not saying that they actually give you questions to ask, but in fact, it is akin to that. You and researchers, you sit down together and some other people and begin to flame questions and put them on a script. And what I saw, perhaps because I haven't been living in Uganda for a very long time, I could see clearly that these people were operating on a different level in terms of the freedom of expression. When it came to freedom of expression, I could see clearly that they were challenged. I could see that they were trying to flame questions in a manner that is politically correct, Paul. And I remember raising some of these questions say, wait a minute. This is not the way I am used to doing things. And they said, no, this is the way we have to do it. You see, we have to be friendly. Well, we don't have to be particular. We don't have to be this. I said, oh, my God, this obviously is a different ballgame. So was I prevented from asking questions by President Yoweri Museveni? That is exactly, that is precisely what I was told. And that is the reason we had three moderators. Because initially, we were two moderators. So I think it became 
difficult for them. How can you possibly ask Shaka not to ask questions when there are only two moderators? So they had as a compromise to bring in a professor who heads the Department of Political Science at Makere, Susie Mwanga. So as in fact to neutralize my role. I reached a point where I had to do consultations. And I felt that, frankly, uh, as a matter of principle, uh, as a matter of uh, journalistic principle and ethics and what have you, I found it too demeaning, I must say, at least the calling that I have answered. And so I had to talk to different people and make some consultations. As a matter of fact, I even called Washington. You are one of the people I even called. I even called uh, one of my bosses. I wanted to find out what she was thinking. I couldn't get the people I called. Eventually, I remember at 4 p.m., I was at my room at the Kampala Serena. I had in my mind decided that I was not going to be one of the moderators for the debate. I was going to watch it on television. I called Justice James Ogola at exactly 4 p.m. and told him that I was having problems, just like I had told him at 1.30 p.m., and I had done a bit of consultations. And some of the people among those I consulted, including Joe Kibazo, told me that if they were me, they would feel the way I felt. If I withdrew, they would understand it. Now, when I talked to Justice Ogola, he asked me if I could please come to the International Conference Center so that we have a brief chat about the issue. I went. When I reached there, he pulled a chair somewhere. We sat for about 10 minutes. And he told me, Shaka, at the end of the day, I understand precisely how you feel. But you see, Shaka, I think your being here is probably God's calling. Those were his words. He said, this debate is not about Yoweri Museveni. This debate is not about Shaka Sari. This debate is about Uganda and the democratization process. I would urge you, Shaka, my brother Shaka, to see the big picture, to look at the forest, because the trees are going to fall. <laughs> at the end of the day, I threw in the towel pole and said, here comes the team player. That's what happened to me. So you don't have any regrets? Absolutely not. Okay, thank you so much. You're most welcome. Yeah.